Welcome to the Party with Lance podcast. Starting the party in three, two, one. Here we go. Yes. Hello. Welcome back, everyone, to the Party with Lance podcast. It's me, Lance again. Lance again. Yes. Uh, first off, let's say, as always, thanks for checking out the podcast. I appreciate it, everyone. And if you like it and you would like to rate or review it on iTunes, that is the most rad. Also, I'm on uh, social media, which is where I am posting most of the shows. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everything is at Party with Lance. Uh, although I guess Facebook, I, you could just put Lance Weiss. But I do have a Party with Lance page on Facebook, too. Um, but eh, whatever. The, uh, the shows are on social media. They're out there, you know. So, um, But social media stuff's at Party with Lance. So that's all that. I'm coming to you live. Well, live, but uh, it's always taped, rather. But coming to you from New York City. Again, uh, raining New York City, let's say. It's been raining here a good bit. It's raining today. It was raining yesterday. Um, it might be raining. I'm going to give the weather report here. Let's do that. You know, I don't know. People don't give the weather report. I guess this, this is going to come out on Saturday, uh, February 8th. Uh, it's currently raining in New York, but let's just give, you know, I'm looking at, I Googled NYC weather, and this, I think this is coming from weather.com. What I'm looking at, because I didn't click on it, it's just in the Google search. Yeah, more on weather.com. The weather uh, for today, rainy, 45 degrees. Uh, nobody cares about the lows. That's that's like, no one's around in the lows usually because that's like, what, 5 a.m.? Well, maybe people do care. I don't know. But I'm not going to give the lows. Well, at least not for now. Tomorrow, uh, Saturday, uh, 42 degrees high. Uh, you know, 31 low. Looks It looks sunny or partly sunny for Saturday. And Sunday, that's the weekend. What do they call it? The weekend outlook for New York. Monday, Tuesday, woo, we got the rain coming back, but a little temperature increase. Well, Sunday, 47 degrees high, and Monday, 49 degrees high, Tuesday, 46. So I guess the temperature is increasing here Sunday, Monday, but I'm not seeing the wind chill here, or the real feel, whatever they call it. I guess AccuWeather calls it, if you get on the AccuWeather app, they call it the real feel, but weather, I think they might say wind chill. But again, I'm not on the site. I'm just reading off like on the, the first thing that popped up in Google. But it says uh, more on weather.com, so I'm assuming that's it. Um, but also, there's a like right now, uh, it's windy in New York. So I don't know if Monday, although rainy in 49, w- you know, is that is the wind chill? Is it actually 35? You know. Anyway, um, Tuesday we got. Uh, how boring is this podcast becoming when it's become the weather? You know. But the weather is highly important um, for many reasons. But let's just get through real quick. Tuesday. 46 degrees, uh, like I said, raining. Wednesday, 45, looks like partly cloudy, sunny-ish. Thursday, rain again, man. And then Friday, also uh, 37 degrees, partly uh, partly cloudy, sunny-ish. No clear sun on the whole thing, though. Just they got clouds on the few Sundays there are, on the few sunny days that there are. Here's the thing about, I guess, these weather things, though. Uh, a lot of times I've seen these weather apps, they'll put, you know, they'll put it's like they're going to be rain. And a couple things. One it changes a lot by the time it actually gets here, right? Obviously, the farther out you go, the less accurate it is, um, I guess, right? Uh, or maybe it's not always. Though. Maybe maybe sometimes there's like weather, you know, if they see a big storm coming, they know it's coming, you know, like a hurricane. You can be kind of accurate about it, I guess, because you see it brewing far away. But I don't know. But, but I think in general, 
the weather is uh, the like day day of right or like if the weather in an hour from now is gonna be more accurate than an hour ten days from, you, you know the weather uh, ten days from now uh, I guess anyway also thing about the weather too it, I guess it's good to talk about here is that it the weather really affects everything man when it, when it is like not when it's not sunny uh. Uh, it's uh, I have a much more difficult time being productive than I do if it's sunny out. It, it, even and some people might have the opposite. I was reading blogs about it. You know, people might feel, you know, they might feel if it's sunny, they want to actually go outside and and use that time. Um, but yeah, and I and I do too. I want to go outside when it's sunny too. I want to do all the fun stuff. But I tend to in general just have more energy level when when the weather's better. You you know, uh, even when I'm indoors working, I feel like it really affects you more than you think. The weather. The weather really affects all of us so much, and it affects everything we do, too. I mean, outdoor activities, even, I mean, no one barbecues in the wintertime, at least not in New York, or very rarely if we get one of those days it's like, you know, oddly 50 degrees or whatever, but no one's really barbecuing outdoors doing stuff uh, like that, you know, hanging out. I mean, you're still going outside, walk, people are walking dogs, people are going for walks, maybe, or maybe, uh, maybe a jog or something, but no one's hanging out outside. Maybe that's the difference in the weather, right? You're not just sitting because if you're sitting, then your blood's not moving and you get cold. So um, the weather really does affect so much stuff. And I think I think a lot of us, don't we don't really think about it. We take it for granted or we just don't think that it's going to have, you know, that big of an impact. And even in the winter, uh, the, the sun, you, you know, uh, you don't get, you just get so little. Like, you know, dark so early, although it's starting to get dark later now. I think sunsets maybe around 520 or 530 or something. I guess I could check that. I could Google it, but I don't want, I don't want to slow it down too much. Um, but you know, you a lot less sunlight and you, it just makes you feel different. So anyway, that's some weather stuff up top. And also that was a long time. We talked about it for a few minutes. So that's some weather. Um, you know, the world's moving fast. Everything's moving quick. Uh, the coronavirus, it seems like we're already, I mean, it's, it's accelerating, I guess, all around the world. Maybe still, I haven't, I haven't read about it in a couple days, but that's how quickly it's like come and gone almost in my mind. It's like, I mean, I, I shouldn't say that it's clearly, a huge, uh, huge global thing, but it's like, I feel like there was a little, like, in the U.S., like, when they first, you know, they were finding people in a couple cities that had it, people, you know, they were, like, uh, saying, it felt like there was more energy around it, I guess I should say, like more energy in the news about it, and there still is, and it's definitely still a huge deal and a huge problem and a huge crisis and all that stuff, and I feel, I feel horrible for all the people that have it, and it is scary, but it feels like the news has maybe come down a little bit off of it somewhat. And maybe that was because the impeachment took over or the impeachment trial, the three day thing we had this week, or what was it? It was like Monday, they uh, voted something or uh, I don't know. And then Tuesday state of the union with Trump. And then Wednesday, they voted completely that it's, or I, I don't know. I also didn't follow that, but even that's like come and gone. Like that's gone now. So it feels like coronavirus is going down, at least in the news cycle and impeachment is also going down as well. So I don't know. It just, you know, life's moving. Things are moving quick, you know, whatever the next thing is going to be. So, um, yeah, that's all that. Also, here's something I've been doing lately. I have been, uh, a new technique I've been doing for the last year or so, maybe. I've been double knotting my shoes when I leave the house. Big. That'll be the tip of this week. Double knot your shoes. I didn't used to do that before. I would just tie my shoes, you know, once and then go outside, which I guess gives you room to play with it. Like if you get something stuck in your shoe, like a rock or, you know, a weird piece of rubber. For some reason, you're getting little pieces of rubber in your shoe. I think maybe that's because I wear I wear the same shoes all over the place. And I think if I go and, like, sometimes I'll, like, uh, you know, 
you do multiple things in a day, I might end up on a, a turf field. Even in Brooklyn, you'd be walking with a friend, and all of a sudden you're like on a turf field, and then you get little bits of rubber in your shoe. Anyway, I used to single knot my shoes. Now I've been double knotting my shoes the last year or so. Big tip, big, and I like it. So it's harder if you need to adjust because it's too tight or too loose. Or although I don't think your shoe becomes as loose as quick because it's it's I feel like it's got more reinforcement with the laces with the double knot. So uh, I've been enjoying it because especially in New York City, New York City, the streets of New York are the absolute grossest of anywhere. It's crazy when I go somewhere else. There, I feel like the streets are immaculate. This New York City streets are so gross. And not just because there's garbage on it all the time, like there just are. Just a, It's just a gross street. Like when you walk down the street or the sidewalk in New York, there's potholes. There's just random holes. And then there's like metal plates on top of it. There's steam coming out of stuff. There's tons. There's so much action going on here. There's always like a weird green, bluish liquid running through somewhere. I don't know if that's oil. There's like gasoline residue you can see. There's like a dead rat. There's like, there's used condoms. There's, there's, and they're just litter in general. Uh, it's like New York City streets. Oh, 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 really? It's just like puddles and liquid, though. That's oh, in, in if you ride in the subway, you might. My God, it could be uh, vomit. It could be. I mean, I'm sorry, this is so gross. But like, my point is, I've been double knotting my shoelaces because they're staying tied. And I used to just single do it. And after you walk through New York all day, especially if you leave your house, let's say 10 a.m., 9 a.m., whatever. Doesn't matter when you leave. Let's uh, let's say you leave at noon. It could be on a Saturday at noon. You go to meet a, a friend for lunch. You ride. You walk there. You drive. You ride the train. You get to where you're going. Walk more. Do what you walk through. And then, and then, if you're out for the whole day, let's say you're not home till 10 p.m., 11 p.m., 12 a.m. You know, you've been out now 12 hours, maybe. Like this amount of stuff you've been through in New York that you walk through, and then your shoelace comes untied, and then you got to tie it. I mean, listen, uh, is that the worst thing that's going to happen to you? No, you know, you you probably be all right. In fact, you will be all right. I know that for a fact. That's something I've worked on in, in some of my therapy because I don't do well with some, I don't do well with like touching stuff. I didn't used to touch the subway poles at all. No way. But now, and some people still don't if you look, if you ride the subway, but I'll, I, I've gotten, through my therapy, I've gotten good at like, I'll touch a subway pole and then I can eat something. But that, oh man, that was a lot of work. But but it's fine because you, you will be okay. But with the shoelaces, so really I should just be uh, doing the old shoelaces. But I've been double knotting because I just it's a, a thing I want to avoid. I don't want to I don't want to walk through a weird blue green gasoline oil liquid thing and after over a rat the next step because that's literally what New York is. And anybody who lives in New York can uh, 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 I guess testify to this to this uh, to this thing. It's a real thing that you feel in New York City. All the the grossness you walk through. So I'm gonna say if you maybe that's a tip. The tip is if you're in New York City to double to double knot your shoes. Maybe if you're somewhere else you don't need to. But in New York City, double knot your shoes. This, maybe this is a tourist tip. This is my Frommer's guide. Is that it? From this is the Weiss guide. The Weiss guide is if you got if you got shoes uh, in your tourist coming to New York, or if you live here and you, you haven't been doing it, the tip this week is to, to double knot your shoes. That way you're not walking through gross stuff. Because when you double knot, they never come untied. At least I never had them come untied. Uh, I I don't think I've ever once had a double knot come untied. I guess unless you got weird laces and that top one comes undone and the second one. But I've never had a double knot come undone. So uh, double knot shoes, pretty cool. I was also thinking, why don't we Velcro shoes more? You know, I know that's a thing that there are Velcro shoes. Why is that not more popular though? Is Do we use laces because it's the most efficient? Or do we use laces because it's the most popular? Um, you know, maybe Velcro is not popular for something. Maybe stuff gets stuck in it and it won't quite like go, you know, go over. But I like Velcro. I think it's pretty cool. And I think it actually makes sense, uh, you know, just time wise 
And I think it actually looks pretty cool, too. I don't know why we don't use more Velcro. Maybe there's a... Why are laces the most... You know, I, I don't think laces are that good. Also, because laces break. I, you know, we've all had a time you have a shoes long enough, I guess maybe uh, through weather damage, just wear and tear, and like, I guess they're, they're out in rain and stuff, whatnot. Laces break. And I, I, I don't think a, a Velcro strap would break as much because it's bigger. You know, it's usually thicker. So and maybe made of even more than just you know it's like got more you know it's like the velcro part then maybe a sticky part then maybe the top part of it it's more it's like wider and thicker so maybe they wouldn't break as much but maybe maybe you get screwed if velcro breaks because there's only usually you know velcro shoes might have like two of them usually that's like traditional I guess if, you, if I'm thinking of like you know some certain Reeboks or whatever so maybe they don't do it because it's like well if one breaks and your shoe doesn't even work where laces I guess you can replace pretty easy. But why can't you replace Velcro, you know? And, I, and I, yeah, I think we should use more Velcro in general. But I, I wonder if laces are the most efficient. And also, maybe there's, like, a whole other way that's even more, maybe buckles. Remember, like, rollerblading? Or, or uh, I guess, they, uh, who else would, what else would do that? But, like, they'd have buckles. You know, the rollerblade have, like, this ratchet, like, and you rack it, ratchet your, your rollerblade, like, and then, like, push it, like, a, basically, it's, like, that, I guess that's, like, a plastic device. So... Maybe that's the way shoes should be, you know. Then you just ratchet them together. But I don't know why we use laces. Maybe maybe it is the most productive. I'm not I'm not quite sure, you know. Which makes you think about a lot of stuff. You know, we have zippers, we have buttons, we have toggles. A zipper is pretty nice. I think a zipper is pretty solid. You know, a zipper seems to be pretty efficient. It's very quick, and you can go from an open. Let's just say a jacket. You can go from an open jacket, you know, from the bottom whoop up all the way, and now it's and now you're getting completely different almost a completely different piece of apparel, basically. You got it wide, I mean, it's the same piece, right? But it's wide open and, like, kind of hanging everywhere. Then you zip it up, it's tighter, and now you got a warm situation going on. So the zipper, I think, highly effective. I'm curious, I'm curious about shoelaces, though, to be honest with you. Um, which didn't even takes you to, like, uh, you know, you, you think, you could take this to, like, many places about many items, you know? Like, you could say even like uh like you know sink faucets. There's so many kinds of sink faucets. There's kinds that just like turn like a knob turns, and then there's some that like uh, they have like uh, two handles, one for hot, one for cold. So you got to turn those things like 90 degrees or whatever. Then you got some that are like one thing. Think of traditional maybe like a lot of kitchen sinks just have one big one where you could put it up and then go left or right. What's the most? I think that's actually more productive, the one, because then you just it's one up and then you can in one motion go kind of to the left, kind of to the right. Well, when you whenever you got to mix handles on, on a sink, let's say a bathroom sink has got the two either the knobs or or the uh, like levers, 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 I guess. Uh, that you got to like mix and match the, like what's the hot water, what's the cold water. It takes too long to figure out. What I don't like about that is like. Although I guess if you live in a place, it doesn't matter because you know what's what. But no, no, I will say this. It's still two motions. It's still two different. Either both hands have to go or one hand's got to go, you know, hot, cold, uh, hot first, cold first. And that actually is not good because then you're getting like your mix is like takes a second. So I'm actually going to endorse on this skeptical about shoelaces and I'm going to endorse the one uh, one handle for sinks or the one big handle on sinks. Think of like a kitchen sink usually has that one big one up top. Um, also I'll, I'll take this to kitchen sinks. I love a kitchen sink with a sprayer. You know, my, my kitchen sink where I live does not have a sprayer, but man, whenever you go to someone's apartment or house and they got the kitchen sink with the sprayer, so you can like, you can get off, you know, like, uh, like dishes and stuff, uh, or, or to clean them. That's, 
That's huge. Um, also, here's a trick you can do. I used to pull this prank. I don't know where I read this prank on the internet or something. This is a fun, uh, this is a good April Fool's prank that I used to do to my mom every year. I don't know if I should share this because I don't, I don't, it's like, it's fun, but I'm not a big prank person. I don't really like making people feel bad, but this is a pretty simple one, I think. So, you know, that sprayer on the side that the kitchen I'm talking about, a lot of them would have a handle. I guess they're all built different now, but uh, we used to have one growing up that had a handle on it. And so you would squeeze it and, uh, right, it would like, then that would cause the, the sprayer part to become activated instead of the faucet part, right, with the handle. So uh, a fun April Fool's trick I would do every year is, uh, is, point you i would point the sprayer toward like if the user and then and uh, and it was it would be my mom and then and then i would i would tie or put a rubber band around the handle so it was just always activated on so then so then when my mom would come over to the sink and turn the you know the sink on to use it like the big lever that i was just talking about you know it, since it was, it, it was the, the, you get where I'm going, right? The sprayer's activated and it's, the handle's already down and it's spraying. So when you go to get a glass of water, it would just shoot at you, uh, which, which I feel bad about in hindsight, I guess. But it's a pretty harmless prank overall. It's just someone getting sprayed with some water. But, I, you know, it might cause other accidents. You know, luckily, uh, we didn't have any big accidents, more just a fun laugh. Oh, but here's, here's the real problem is the person always jumps back. This is actually the problem with the prank or, or one of them. The person, or one of the problems, I guess, the person jumps back because they're like shocked that they're sprayed by something, right? They're not sure what it is. And now they're three feet from the sink. I would do it to friends too, I think a couple of times. So my mom or friends or whoever, you jump back. And now since they've turned the water on, the sprayer's activated, it's just shooting. So it's just, and you're in the kitchen, right? That's where you're doing the prank because that's where the sprayer is. I guess some bathrooms might have some or something, but, or anywhere really, but the kitchen mainly, right? So now the person's jumped back three three feet because like ah and, and the sprayer even if it's for five seconds because i mean that's what happens you realize it but it's five seconds of water just shooting straight out into the kitchen and of course that gets everywhere so now now you've got a mess of clamp so the prank does come i don't even know what you call this prank i must have read it somewhere some read used to before the internet i don't even know how i learned about it maybe i i don't know where i honestly don't know where where i learned that maybe it's not on a tv show i bet that's what it was it must have been on like a nickelodeon tv show or what or some kind of you know, fun prank. There are all these shows that, that you know, I guess you can find them on YouTube now. But um, but that's that prank that you could do. Um, but it, there is some cleanup involved. And I always say in general, I don't like pranks. I'm not a big fan of pranks in general. I think most of them. I don't like anyone that, you know, I don't like to have pranks, uh, pranks played on me. And, I, and therefore, I don't do them to other people, really. I'm not a big prank person. I am a big fan of the... Uh, they reach around the shoulder and tap, you know, on the opposite side. So someone like looks to the side. I think that's fun. Um, but that's really the only prank that I, that I like to, you know, um, cause everything else just, it, it, I don't, you, there's a lot of videos on YouTube and Instagram, whatnot, you know, these pranks, people like falling in public. Uh, and I used to do a prank where I fell in public years ago when I was, uh, less mature, mature, if you will. Is that how you say it? People, anytime you say mature, people are like mature, you know, I don't know. Uh, and I'm like, you sound pretty immature saying mature. So, um, yeah, but I, I, now that I, in this day and age, uh, or I guess my age rather, well, but it's, this is my day. This is my age, you know, this is the age I am this day. So I would say pranks, I'm not a huge fan these days. Um, I just, I don't like making people feel bad or getting hurt or like, you know, I just, I don't think they're cool. It's not fair to someone going about their day to just be, to be pranked. So not a big fan of pranks personally. What else we got here? I've been thinking about this. Like, this is a solo podcast, right? Man, what kind of ego do you got to have to have a solo podcast? You got to have, 
or, or just insanity, you know, like who, who, who thinks, who, who starts one of these and is like, oh, I bet people will listen. People need to hear me. But I guess this is, this is the world we live in, right? It's just like, that's what it all is. Uh, you see an Instagram video, it's just someone, it's like someone talking for four minutes into the camera. It's like, nobody's there, you know, like, and that's what I'm thinking with this podcast. It's like, I'm staring at the wall as I do this. Like, this is, a, uh, the world's just going to a weird place. But the, 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 uh, the, is it the gall? The gall you got to have or the, like, the ego to think they're like, oh, I'm going to make a podcast because people will want to hear me, uh, chatter, you know, for all this time. Like, you got to be in some weird place to want to do this with your time or or, uh, or think, not not to do with your time, because I guess it's a, it's a mode of expression, so that's good. You know, it's good to paint, but I guess then you could say about anything. Like, who's going to want my art? If you're a painter, like, who thinks my art is worthy of display or or who's going to think my art's worthy of display or or any TV show you watch? It's like, why well, we got to watch you cook? It's like, we could all go cook or we could all you know, uh, go fix cards. I mean, I don't, I actually don't have either of those skills. So I guess I could watch him to learn some things. Uh, you know, I can cook a little, but, but not great. Um, car wise, I know very little about cars, uh, and something I actually wish I knew more about, but, um, anyway, yeah, just, I, I guess that's what everything, the expression of everything is fine. It's fine to have this podcast and expression, but like just the ego to think that like when I, when I upload it, right. I, I, when the file's done, I upload it somewhere it's like to think that like somebody would want to listen to you. Got to have some crazy ego to put this thing out there. But I guess that's all art, really, really anything. I do stand up comedy too. That's the same thing. It's like, oh, what I have to say is important up here. I view it slightly different in that I like to try. You know, I I, I want to make people laugh because I think life can be hard. My gosh, my life, you know, goes up and down. It, it all does. If if you if you're a I, I think I said this on a previous podcast, but if you're past like three years old, some stuff's happened. It's a human experience. So to me, I do it because I just, I want to make it better for people. So I've, I've kind of, a, I think when I started comedy, it was a little more ego, uh, ego uh, was more attached a little bit. Now I'm doing it from like, man, we're all going to die pretty soon. Can we just get in here for an hour and have some laughs together? And I, I hope that I can be a part in creating that experience uh, for us together, right? Because like, Comedy's two ways, right? It's not just, it's just not, it's not, without the audience, it doesn't happen. So it's, and it's a communication with the, you know, it's a, uh, or a union or however you want to call it of that time. So now I have a little bit less, but even still, I guess to do that, or but go to politicians. Like, what about the ego in that? Like, I, oh, I have all the answers. To be president, I was thinking about this, you know, and I talk about some people sometimes as we all do these political deba- debates with our friends or discussions. To have an ego to be president is like, oh, I can, I can represent all the people. I can fix all the problems. It's like, that's insanity to think. But then again, as my friend, I think my friend Matt I was talking to, he'd mentioned, or was it him? Or maybe it was my girlfriend. I don't know. You know, you talk to different people throughout the week or the day. You, you know, somebody's got to do it. I guess somebody's got to be president. Uh, or do they really? You know, that now we're talking about a whole system. And, and my God, our whole system is on a whole different, you know, it's going down with this past week of this, you know, Trump, clearly the evidence was there, in my opinion. Uh, people could argue. I mean, they have been arguing, right? That's why it didn't. The evidence is there, you know, fact-based. Uh, I'm going to say it, you know? And he and he's not in trouble. Is like our system, as we know, it is, it's never going to be the same, you know? Uh, but anyway, just ego, the ego to be want to be president is like, you, you know, think you can fix it all. But somebody's got to be it. But maybe we don't have to be it. Maybe we could have 10 people in charge. But then I guess maybe everything has to have one person in charge, because that's just the nature of how things have always been. I don't know. You know, whatever. Here's another topic I would like to brooch. Is that the word? Or is a brooch something you wear? Brooch? What is that? Is that like a pen you wear? Like on your like on your chest? Is that a, is that a, a brooch? Like, you know, like a butterfly brooch? 
or you could broach the subject, broach the topic. Well, another thing I would like to talk about is, um, you know, when you, th- I was thinking this the other day, I saw something, somebody throw something somewhere, I think, oh, or I threw something, uh, like a business card, or, or no, I, maybe I saw a video on, of someone on the train watching these people throw something, like solo cups or something, was that it? I was thinking, I was thinking, when you throw something, you know, if you throw like a ball, you have a pretty good idea of its trajectory, right? Because it's like, it just, that's how, that's, it's round, so it's not really affected by anything. But then there's weird objects. You ever try some, throw something like a, like a, uh, a playing card, or a business card, or a piece of paper that's weirdly crumpled or shaped, or, 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 um, or even like a weird piece of plastic. Maybe that's the best meta- metaphor, or, or the best example I'm looking of. A weird piece of plastic that is um, shaped, uh, when you throw it, it doesn't really go, it won't go straight, right? You throw it, it's like curves down to the left. Then you throw it again, it's like up and to the right. And then it's like, and then it just goes straight down. Then it go, then it actually might go straight because it's the weird shape of the object. I was thinking, are there some, it, once we know, maybe this is like a scientific question, I guess it is. Once we know like the shape of an object, because let's say it's a weird piece of plastic, let's say a straw, right? T- try and bend up a straw a bunch and then throw it. It pretty much goes different every time you you throw it because it's like the wind catches it right in different angles. My question is, if we know the the um, the uh, design of something or or the exact way to hold it and throw it, let's say even if a machine did it, could we get the rotation of a straw like that to be the same every time? You know, or, or is there like minute wind going on everywhere, and it actually can't like even there's wind everywhere. That's that's what's nuts. You know, like. Like, wherever you are right now, there's wind. Even if you're indoors, there's a slight breeze. Like, you ever have, like, a, uh, here's a good one. Um, you ever go to, like, a, what are those stores called? Like, a, a Brooks, is it a Brooks, uh, Brookstone? Or, like, in the airport, and you see, like, a mist. What are those, like, uh, humidifiers or dehumidifiers or misters or what? Ah. But but there's wind. There's, like, indoors. You see that? It's not just going exactly straight up. It's always going, like, it's always going like slightly to the left or slightly to the right. There's wind everywhere. Oh, this is coming back to weather. Interesting how this, you know, listen how it all comes full circle. You know, sometimes sometimes life just throws you a bone, you know. The universe throws you a wind. Catch wind of this. Anyway, God, that was terrible. So there, what am I talking about here? Uh, oh, oh, there's wind indoors even. So I don't even know, even if they had a machine that could throw a straw that was crooked, the exact same thing, if it, my, my question is, can... Could we get the rotation of something weirdly shaped like that down if we had a machine doing it the exact same way every time? But even a small straw like that is very affected by the wind. You know, if you think about it, uh, because like I'm saying, there's wind everywhere, which we forget about that. There's literally wind everywhere you go. It's it's weird to be, you never really be anywhere where there is no wind, where it's zero wind. I guess, I guess that would be called a vacuum. Is that what that is? But maybe a vacuum is, man, I know very little about science. I guess a vacuum, there's no wind or there's no... There's no resistance to... Uh, I don't know how that works, actually. I should Maybe I'll read about vacuums, you know? Wow, there's so much to learn. The world... And that's why... I guess that's why life is always interesting. There's always something new you could be learning. Something more you could be, you know, getting into. All right, let's get into another thing here. This will be the pet peeve of the week. It's not a big pet peeve, but I have been thinking about it a little bit. Um, I think when people send emails... Uh, you know, you get an email and it's addressed to you and 35 other people. And uh, first of all, you know, I think most of the time that should be BCC'd. The fact that someone sent that out with all the names there is always kind of crazy to me. But maybe that's a mistake. Or maybe you're in the same business thing or same group where it's like, you know, 
you all have a, it's fine for all to be on there. But obviously there's a privacy thing about giving away people's emails, although I guess anyone can be reached via email now anyway. And if not email, you can definitely hit people up, you know, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, Twitter. We, we know the routes, right? So maybe it's fine to do that. But let's say when someone accidentally sends out or, or even in general, you know, an email with 50 people, there's 50 names on it. Well, and that's okay. Mistakes happen, and, and, and you could say maybe it was on purpose because of the group, right? But here's what's, like, really bugging to me is when someone hits reply all, right, like, for their for their response. And even that sometimes will be a mistake. Like, you'll say, like, oh, shit, I actually hit reply all. I'm, oh, man. So now it's like we're double into it because maybe the person mistakenly sent that big email, uh, 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 and we'll just say maybe a second time, you know, if, if it was, uh, you know, so the second time is now we're in a double, but here's where it really gets bad. When you see like the third or the fourth or the fifth person hit reply all, it's like, dude, it's like, did you not just see that there was an email sent to 50 people that was like their email addresses and not BCC'd? Uh, blind carbon copy, right? Is that what that means? Carbon copy is CC, blind carbon copy. So uh, when when the third person is hitting reply all, it's like, dude, are you not seeing people hitting reply all? This is not a reply all situation. There's 50, 50 people on this thing. You if you first of all, probably don't even need to reply at all. To be honest, there's fifty people on it, right? And if you do, because it's usually informational based or or something we already collectively might know. And if you do want to respond to it, you hit reply. And if you've seen two other people, three other people hit reply all. Dude, you got to check that thing. You don't hit reply all. But maybe, again, maybe people are rushed. Maybe they're on the train. Maybe they're, uh, you know, waiting on a thing, walking somewhere. You know, people walking, texting is a whole other ball game. Uh, and that's a pet peeve, too. Throw that in there for this week, too. Walking and texting, you know, although I've, I'm guilty of doing it, too. Although I, I will try and pull off, pull off the uh, pedestrian highway, if you will. I'll try and step to the side. Like, I rarely will walk and text. But every now and then, you're in a rush. So maybe that's what's happening to these people with the reply alls. But let's just say this. When you get those emails, maybe the, maybe the, uh, the thing is just check. You know, let's, let's, take a, let's take a moment and take a breather. A breather? I don't know. Take a check. Just take a moment to, uh, before you hit that reply all. So that, that's, uh, that's a thing there. Also, let's say this. Sugar is everywhere. Man, it is so hard. It is so hard to eat not sugar. It's in, every, it's in everything, man. It, and even... I got a sweet tooth. The thing that kills me, like, my new move, I think, is to keep dark chocolate around. Uh, because, and I think that's the move. Because dark chocolate, not the worst of all the sweets, I guess. Um, because a lot of times you eat a meal, and you're just, or you've had a rough day, and you're just like, dude, I just want some chocolate. I don't care. But if you don't have dark chocolate, you'll start grabbing for the other stuff. Weird uh, Nutri-Grain bars, Pop-Tarts. I, it depends what you got laying around, right? But, like, you start to reach for all these weird things, even fruit. And now you've already eaten a bunch of fruit earlier, eating more fruit. you got to have dark chocolate. So the key is to keep those, like, good. Is it cacao? 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 You know what I'm saying. C-A-C-A-O. Is that it? Cacao chocolate? Key is to keep the cacao chocolate around, you know, a higher percentage. is more dark chocolate, better for you, apparently. You know, if you can get, like, 80%, 90%. But then the taste starts decreasing, I think. You know, a lot of people might say the chocolate is worse at, taste-wise. So you want to hit maybe, like, in the, I don't know, 70 to 80% range maybe is good. Maybe, like, a 77% cacao dark chocolate is the way to go. And you keep that around the house because then when you need it, when you're, like, you've had those meals, all, you've been eating clean all day, you had a salad for lunch, some chicken and vegetables and rice for dinner, be like, man, I'm just needing that extra, like, if you don't have the dark chocolate, you're going to reach for anything you got around the house. You're just eating weird stuff. 
So if you got the dark chocolate, you know you have it there. You could just take one little square of it, two squares, you know, whatever, and then you get the fix, and you get some halfway decent for you. So the tip, another tip this week, you know, double knot your shoes is one. Second tip is going to be um, is going to be to keep dark chocolate around, you know. And I guess again, I guess you, if you're out all day most days, you keep it in your bag, you know. Uh, so you just pop a little piece in here. And so that's good. And if you're out, you know, maybe you deserve it more because you're bouncing around more. I guess you're moving around more. So, um, that's that. Those are some tips there. Oh, I want to say this. Uh, there's a lot of detail to everything. If you look around, I was sitting in a building this week waiting for something. And, uh, you ever think of, I never really thought about this till I've gotten older and been like, you know, taking care of more stuff as I get older, just life stuff, right? Like learning about... Even if you're in one room of something, let's say you're in a doctor's office or you're waiting to meet a friend somewhere or let's say a room, pick a room, you know, a business meeting. You're sitting in a room. Look around the room. The amount of detail for things to operate is crazy. Even let's say you're in your bedroom. You look around the amount of like let's just take like a, a waiting room of an office building. You're about to have a meeting. You look around. The amount of things that make that building operate are insane. Well, I never really thought about it until I've gotten older because when you're a kid, you don't really deal with that stuff. You just kind of live your life, right? But now that I'm older, I look around, I'm like, man, that wall, there's like weird trim on something. That's detail. And behind the wall, there's pipes, there's wiring. You might look up, there might be a fire detector, a smoke detector, a carbon monoxide thing. Um, uh, or, or just the fact that like there's temperature going on, right? There's a, it's not freezing or excruciatingly hot usually. Usually it's temperature controlled if you're indoors somewhere, and that's a whole operating system. And then on top of that, there's lights. There's a whole lighting system that has to be lights go, you know, go out and burn out, and there's like electrical wires behind all that. So even a square room, the most basic square room, undecorated. I'm not even talking about before you get the decorations of things, a chair, a couch, uh, magazines on a thing candies, uh, you know, all the other outlets, you know, look around and all this. I'm talking about just a square, uh, what did it be, four-by-four room? Not, I guess, four walls, I'm saying, so not four-by-four, but, like, you know what I'm saying. Like, so four walls. Um, Like, even just empty four walls, the amount of detail that makes that thing happen, you're sitting in a chair, most likely, or even if you're standing there in an empty room like that. Like, the, the, all that, to make that all come together... The amount of technology is like mind-boggling. Like I'm just, I was sitting somewhere, I was like, man, look at all this stuff. And this is just this room in this building that I'm in. And there are thousands, millions of buildings. I guess there's millions of buildings. Yeah, there's gotta be, right? Millions of people, millions of buildings, millions of cities, millions of places. So, although what what here's the thing, what what quantifies as a building, I guess? When does something become a building? This is how little I know about real estate or I guess a building, like, a, is a house a building? I guess you could say it's a building. Or or what size house? Like, is a mansion, is that a building? And that, uh, some, some like, you say Beverly Hills or, like, the Hamptons, uh, those might be those are bigger homes than some building buildings some places, you know? So I don't know what quantifies as a building. Is a Hamptons home or Beverly Hill, you know, a 10-bedroom house in the Hamptons, $100 million, is that a building or is that just a home or a mansion? Uh, but But, again, that's bigger than maybe a small strip mall that just has, like, you know, uh, a footlocker and uh, a hair salon next to it. You know, that's actually the home. The mansion's bigger, but yet, it, um, but is that a building? That I guess that's a commercial building. The other one. So I don't know what constitutes a building. You know, but anyway, even if you're in a small building, look around. There's just to make anything happen, and even the walls, what's behind it, insulation. I, you know, uh, the paint, uh, probably multiple layers of paint, primer, all this stuff. You know, obviously I'm not a builder, and anyone who is listening would would get that very quickly. Um, but it's, the amount of detail is quite boggling to me. Boggling? 
mind-boggling. It's boggling? Well, you know, remember the game Boggle? Was that a game? Was that you dice or something? Anywho, uh, that is some stuff there. Anything else to say here? Okay, so last thing for today, let's just say this. Um, uh, I wonder why our brains... I, I want to get more grateful in my life. I really want to do... Uh, I really want to. I, I feel like our brains really focus on negative all the time. And I think that has to do with maybe survival back in the day, right? Like, you'd have to look out for negative things, right? You'd be in a tent or like a cave and you got to look out for a bear, uh, you know, or a, a rainstorm or a drought or... Or other tribes, I guess, you know? I keep reading this book, Sapiens, right? So it's informing a lot of my thought processes on, on some of this stuff. Um, but I, we always think about negative things all the time. And, and I really want to get more grateful for things in my life. So that'll be the challenge uh, this week. This podcast, again, coming out on Saturday. I'm going to try and from this Saturday to the next Saturday, I'm going to try and focus on some gratefulness stuff. Uh, maybe I'll even write it down. You know, they, they say that's the key. But every I go in phases of that. But maybe even just at the end of the day, I'll try and write down 10 things I was grateful for uh, of this day. I'll try and make it as local or as uh, intimate, uh, you know, to the time, not like a year ago, but like today. What was I grateful for today? So maybe that's the challenge, you know. Wanna, I want to get, and maybe I'll talk more about this at a later time, but I think we've hit the time pretty good here. So uh, more grateful on things. Uh, that'll be it for the podcast this week. So if you enjoy this, if you like it, uh, again, rate, rate and review on iTunes. That would be very cool. And uh, come out to a live show. And everything's at Party with Lance. You can check it out there. And uh, let's have a good week. You know, life's going by. So we'll see what happens between now and the next one. Um, but let's be grateful we got them. And let's do a good job. And, uh, yeah, I mean, this is life now. It's happening right now. You know, we're always waiting for the next whatever. But, like, it's happening now. So... Let's make it happen now. All right, everyone. Toodaloo, and uh, we'll see you next time. Goodbye.